0: Don't believe everything you read on the internet. Abraham Lincoln. Welcome to the Revisionist History Podcast, where we set the historical record straight no matter who it might offend. I'm Paul. Misquoting things is never good. I did an episode, probably last year, about historical people that we misquote. This, in a lot of ways, is the same thing. So today, I want to look at five quotes that people think are from the Bible, but really aren't. Let's start with one that you may have seen on a bumper sticker or at the very least, heard from one of your friends at some point. God never gives you more than you can handle. This so-called quote is a complete misinterpretation of a verse from 1 Corinthians, which says, quote, No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to mankind, and God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear, but when you are tempted, he will also provide a way out so that you can endure it, End quote. The bumper sticker version is clearly meant to be encouraging and easy to sell, but it gets the actual verse completely wrong. The verse is solely about temptation, but that doesn't look as good on your living room wall. It's also a sentiment that, beyond the context of this specific verse, is theologically wrong as well. If we could handle everything that comes our way ourselves, which we all know we can't, there wouldn't be much need for God, would there? Number two. And this may be the most common of all. In fact, I mentioned it in that last episode. Money is the root of all evil. This one's taken hold so strongly that I wonder if the Pope himself doesn't say it sometimes. It's been used by everyone from, ironically, communists advocating the overthrow of capitalism to smarmy toe evangelists who tell you to get rid of that, quote, evil by sending it to them. Once again, it's complete mangling of the actual verse from Paul's letter to Timothy which says, quote, for the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, end quote. Money itself is neutral. It is objectively neither good nor bad and has no intrinsic moral value. It's how we view money, what we do with it, and whether we allow it to become an idle and driving force in our lives that determines whether it's good or evil. If you have to put a short, pithy version on a bumper sticker, just go with don't love money. Number three, charity begins at home. This is another saying everyone believes is straight out of the Bible, but it's not. It does resemble another verse from the letter to Timothy that says, quote, anyone who does not provide for their relatives and especially for their own household has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever, end quote. However, the quote as it's come down to us originated roughly 1600 years after Paul's letter to his young friend. With English author Sir Thomas Brown in his 1642 book Religio Medici he wrote quote, but how shall we expect charity toward others when we are uncharitable to ourselves charity begins at home is the voice of the world yet is every man his greatest enemy and as it were his own executioner end quote Sadly, most people who use the saying today do it as a way to avoid giving to those in need, claiming that the Bible tells them to look after themselves first. The verse from 1 Timothy definitely doesn't say that. Number four, God helps those who help themselves. This quote is the pull yourself up by your bootstraps cousin of God never gives you more than you can handle. It isn't even a distortion of a Bible verse. The closest thing I could find is, come near to God and he will come near to you from James 4.8, which really isn't the same thing at all. The quote actually comes from the article, Discourses Concerning Government, by English political theorist Algernon Sidney in 1698, and it gained notoriety after being published in Benjamin Franklin's Poor Richard Almanac in 1736. The main problem with the quote, from a theological standpoint at least, Is it contradicts the many times the bible clearly says that god helps those who are unable to help themselves number five cleanliness is next to godliness our last one is a classic that your mom probably threw at you as a kid there are countless descriptions of the process of ritual cleansing in the torah and the verse from james 4 that i mentioned above goes on to say wash your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded But the phrase cleanliness is next to godliness is nowhere in the bible the phrase as we know it likely comes from the english preacher and founder of methodism john wesley who used it in his 1778 sermon on dress now i'm not saying the sentiment's wrong but it shouldn't take the authority of the bible to get you to wash up so that's five famous quotes everyone thinks are from the bible but actually aren't If you feel the need to call out your friends or family when you see one of these framed on their refrigerator, remember to do it gently and maybe give them a Bible to read. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to help us keep episodes like this coming, please consider clicking on the support this podcast link in the show notes. It'll go a long way towards helping us create more episodes and hopefully becoming completely ad-free. Thanks a lot.